What you got? I really want to do. I know. That, I know that we. The point of these teasers is to capture the um, back and forth as we narrow down a bunch of ideas. And it's good to capture that back and forth as you telling me what we're going to do for <laughs> once, because <laughs> I normally cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> I edit out your commands. Yeah. Um, well, in this case, I definitely just have one from our listener suggestions that is just the one I want to do today. Yeah. Uh, fulfillment. I refuse to do it. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Hanging through the ether like a giant emotion. There's lotion, there's lotion. Sometimes commotion, sometimes locomotion. Rank ideas. Take it to the bank, ideas. All right. Welcome to the Rank Ideas podcast, the podcast where Nick and myself, Chris, Rank every human idea on an ever-expanding list in order from best to worst. Nick? Nick Zelatovic. That's, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've been doxxed. <laughs> um, welcome to Rank Ideas. It's great to be here. Um, and I just wanted to demonstrate that I knew all the things that we say. It's true. In the opener. <laughs> um, it does, one of the other uh, list suggestions we got, uh, I think would be cool to do soon, is names as well. But, names? Um, yeah. Like nouns? Um, it just said the suggestion was just names. Again, we have cruel and ultimate power, so we would decide um, which one. Yes, uh, because you know we can do whatever we whatever we want to fulfill uh, the brief of the uh, podcast rank ideas. It just reminded me of a peep show bit where Jez is like, and I've got, I can't remember exactly what he says. Like, I've got the power, and I shan't be using it wisely nor cleverly, or like <laughs> so, I don't know, yeah, or yeah, kindly yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's us. That's us. Um, we're talking about fulfillment today, um, probably just because um, I saw the I w- saw an episode of a TV show the other day that um, cheesed me off and was making me think about fulfillment. Oh, good. I'm glad because instinctively, I, like I just closed my eyes. I was like, I hate this because I, th- I mean, fulfillment on its own, like it depends how in the definition. Okay, um, there's a task. Have you f- fulfilled its requirements? Yes, for full fulfillment of yep. the you know. Go to store, get That's ingredients, it, yeah. and come home. Uh, yeah, but I, get, I imagine that you're talk, you're looking at fulfill, fulfillment, or we're going to be talking about it in the context of uh, I don't even know if it's fair to say new age, but just the idea that um, that you are incomplete but can attain a state of completion. Yes, through your behaviors and particularly the second one, the things yeah. in your life. Yeah, not just yeah, more critical than just the idea of completion or incompletion, because you could also say that going to the shops and getting the thing and coming back and that's done. That's just, you've just completed a task. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just task and completion. Mm-hmm. So for me, yeah, the idea of fulfillment. The tasks add up to a greater meta concept. That's it. And, and the idea and that. The things that you have in your life. Yeah. And even just fulfillment, you know, just the very idea of fulfillment that sets itself as uh, one story about the goal and the point and the purpose of, yeah. of the human process. Well, it's, un- it's an unconscious, requ- I mean, it's an unspoken element, isn't it? Yeah. If it's not fulfilled, it's too, it must be fulfilled. That's right. To not fulfill it is just a great disappointment and, That's and it. a waste, a waste of potential. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, I hate this, Nick. Why would you do this? I, I try and live a good life. <laughs> um, I just, like I said, I've, um, I'm coming off of a state. Um, so uh, I was just, yeah, was watching a newly um, released piece of media the other day that was just, you know, um, it was just another piece of pop culture that uses that has heaven as a premise in it, where you have characters um, navigating their way to heaven and then mm-hmm. spending time in heaven. And it was just a particularly, which is always this is the good place. Yeah, yeah. I watched the, I've, I've watched the whole show from its inception with my housemate, and we were huge. We really, really enjoyed the first season, mm-hmm. and um, I can see that uh, 
there's a committed fan base who have clearly just adored it all the way through. Um, I uh, we had a really enjoyable time watching it. Uh, I thought it was like all the way through because it had a um, it had the thing that would be most of what you would ever want from a TV show, which is fan- like fantastic characters that you that I fell in love with and enjoyed watching and spending time with. Um, but yeah, because it was uh, so the basic premise for those who haven't seen it is just that um, a sort of averagely crappy human being ends up in heaven due to a clerical error and has to, um, you know, partner with a moral philosopher that she meets there to try and pull the wall over, to try and become a, to fake being a good enough person to not get exposed. And then uh, other plot details ensue from there. But um, yeah, it's, uh, there were lots of perfectly um, likable aspects in, you know, of talking about, uh, the idea of how to actually be genuinely better people to each other mm-hmm. and the, the nature of care and human connection. But yeah, also, I mean, it's, it's, it was one of those things that ran for four seasons, which for me was a couple too many. And by the end that you could tell them really at, at some point, because they had some moral philosophers consulting on the show. And at one point, I think the critical uh, discourse around the show started to kind of hold it up as, as a, uh, as an example of great moral philosophy itself, which obviously is nothing that is, does no favours to something like a TV show. Yeah. Not only, <laughs> what a coincidence, it's easy to ingest and the perfect way to consume but, complex information. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's still still a show I enjoy, but obviously part of the problem is as soon as you, if you're positing any version of heaven and hell and the idea of uh, humankind's purpose is to be tested and found wanting or not wanting, then mm. you've already got me offside because yeah. for me that... that that's a pretty bad narrative. Like the idea. They're such cool ideas, though. I can see why they're so sticky. Yeah, you know? but yeah, the idea of um, everything you do adds up to some. Yeah, and and obviously just the idea of um, easy concepts to hand to try and have solace about the seeming uh, futility. Fu- yeah, or or just the suffering inherent to life is the idea right. of being like, oh, it's a test. That's what's mm-hmm. happening. It's a test. Mm-hmm. Um, like I get how you would easily jump to that idea, but to me, it's it's not a good idea. And um, but then. Bigger to that, uh, the thing I'd watched the show through the last couple of seasons, of the show being like, this, is, uh, it's, this isn't adding up to much, but I'm still enjoying it. And then the last episode in particular kind of particularly upset me because. Oh, right. Because I've, I, I don't watch the show. I, I don't watch mm. much TV, but the uh, everything on Twitter was people saying how great it was. It was a perfect yeah. episode of television and things like that. Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to. I'm be- shocked that resident contrarian Nick Delatovic. <laughs> We're definitely going to lose all. This is a final straw for our fan base now. Oh no! Coming out, but the um, uh, but yeah, so my my beef with it was that their presentation of heaven, at both both the concept of heaven and the um, the the point of what the characters were all going through ended up being the idea of, fulfi- of fulfillment. The idea is like, okay, what heaven is is you go there and you you're given the resources and the time to fulfill your every wish and heart's desire. Yeah, which is, it's so interesting that that would be the show because that's that's playing off the, un- the ever-present unconscious anxiety of sort of modern living. Yeah, which, yeah. and it's So, of course, it, of course that feels good for people to... Totally. See, and like and I to guess be reaffirmed. Their fear is, is mapped into a positive sense like of something that, that they can aspire to. That's it. And the idea of, you know, and a very... Ugh. Yeah, very easy thing to imagine a bunch of, like, LA TV writers to... Mm. to come to consciously or probably unconsciously. But also, yeah, just the idea. For me, there was just something a bit uh, gross about the idea of presenting 
fulfillment in an uncontested way as the goal and also presenting it as just a matter of time and resources. Yeah. Because then inherent in that is the idea of it's like, oh. There's no arbitrary hardship. Exactly. Or, or just the idea of it's like, oh, yeah, it could be um, if if you uh, were let down in terms of like care and attachment in your early life, then all you need to do is find another version of that. And then you'll in your, as your adult life that makes up for that and then you'll be fine, you know. Like there's a lot of just icky um, implications to that unchallenged idea um, of, yeah, of, yeah. The, what do you mean find another version of that? Well, you know, it's uh, the idea of... Um, Without giving away the plot, I guess. For people, was it, yeah. You don't, don't even talk about the good place, just the idea. I, I think it's just common in the popular discourse. Now, mm-hmm. now that we understand so much more about um, different developmental effects on children mm-hmm. and the idea of like, well, yeah, some, some, a lot of the uh, destructive, you know, uh, aspects at play in people's patterns of behavior are due to um, things that uh, failed to occur optimally in their relationships mm-hmm. uh, when they were with the humans around them when they were infants. And um, to me, that's a really key and useful and worthwhile thing to understand. But then, you know, I feel like the reductive version of it, the, f- the something that the fulfillment narrative could do that would be less than helpful is go, Oh, okay, well, how do I just, um, if it's, so I'm missing something there was something that should have been fulfilled. It wasn't fulfilled. Yeah. So how do I fulfill it now? Yeah. I mean, because the, the unconscious, sorry, the unwritten message in this is that there is some optimal form of, of every individual yeah. and that, and that's the, any, that the hardship you may experience is something or anything that's not working towards that is taking away from who you are meant to be. It's like a, a fate that you are meant to be. And of course, literally nobody achieves a state of fulfillment. Yeah, that's you it. Know? Yeah, that's um, it. And uh, yeah, so I, it's it's a damaging, it's a damaging narrative. Yeah. To me, um, like a TV show that I quite liked all the way to the end, um, was, um, the early, early 2010 show Mad Men, which to me, the reason I enjoyed it is I felt like the, the constant thesis that show was hitting was just about like just the hollowness of the concept of fulfillment. Like it's basically, it's just a show about characters getting what they think they want again and again and hanging out in it for a bit and then self-destructively imploding yes yeah. because there isn't because the feelings of satisfaction that they thought it would bring or or peace or whatever just don't happen oddly one piece of philosophy that i really that's really resonated with me on this has come from cool runnings um where john Candy. why would you think it was odd that 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 the famed and celebrated uh odd because i encountered it when i was six you know <laughs> you know i wasn't uh, but it really resonated i don't even think i've seen it since you know like or since i was a kid um spoilers it's still great <laughs> yeah of course it is in fact I only remember a few things. I remember the egg, but I remember the a bobsled is a simple device. <laughs> yeah, so is a toilet. <laughs> That's a great joke. Um, uh, anyway, he's he's talking. So he spoiler alert, I guess. Um, so John Candy is a is a coach um, who had his own bobsled career, but he um, won a gold medal, but he'd cheated to get it, so he was stripped from it and disgraced. Mm. Um, but he says to them, he's like, "Hey, if you." If you're not enough without, without it, the gold medal, you'll never be enough with it. There you go. Yeah, I, th- I love that. You yeah, know, that, that sort of the attainment of that sort of milestone attainment, which you see people pursue so often in their life, mm. and and is like a narrative that really is um is 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 ever present. I think I imagine one big reason because it's ever present, uh, not just because it's easy, but but it's also easy to. S- it's a saleable narrative, like because sure. it gives you a, you know, you know, you'll be so happy if you could just, just come to Fiji, you know, yeah. just if, as only, you know, you spend this money and do this, and you know, you'll have, 
you know, you're stressed in your life, aren't you? Wouldn't it be good to be able to relax here, just buy this yeah, time off of work and whatever, and you, you know, maybe you get there and your problems still exist, you know, or like, for instance, um, yeah, yeah. or um, the attainment narrative of like, okay, I'm in a relationship, it's not really going well, you know, it would really settle it down if we just get married and then get a house and then, yeah. you know, get the kids. That's, you know, once we start to do these things, then it's going to feel good because this yeah. is what it's meant to be. This is what fulfillment, we're fulfilling our... Destiny's the wrong... It's 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 a word that fits, but it's too it it's too esoteric. It maps across it. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's but like, it's, it's something. Um, it's yeah, it's just the idea of it's almost function. <laughs> yeah, well, what it weirdly Somewhere is. Between. I think, and I think the things like you know, oh, I need to be, <coughs> I need to be married and have kids, and then I'll be fulfilled. What that that's a good analogy because what it maps to is this idea of um, oh, there can be a satisfying conclusion to the um yeah. to the enterprise of life. Yeah, and. It's particularly buckwild when you're talking about people narratives that allow people to be trying to go for those um, types of conclusions quite early in their life. Which you know, when you look at that, you go, "Oh, well, common sense says that that's just gonna um, you're then going to be left in a situation of being like, oh, well, I've finished, and so all that's left for me to do now is to just slowly go mad.' Mm, um, yeah. You know. One thing that really annoys me, and it, uh, I haven't seen it for a while, but it used to come up pretty regularly, is there'd be some example of. Um, of someone, so say for example, there's a there's a man, he's a CEO of a bank. You okay? Do you want to stop for water or something? Good now. Okay. Um, say he's the CEO of a bank and he steps down at you know fifty because he he's like, hang on a sec, there's more to life. And then it makes the news that like somebody <laughs> yeah. like this is a journey. This is a step that most people make, you know, all through their life, understanding that there's a mix of things that they want. But when someone is an archetype and they just do one thing, or you know, an athlete or whatever, yeah. there's, it's a, such a common narrative that they they're like, hang on a sec, this doggedly pursuing one thing, it's not all there is. <laughs> you know, I want to spend or politicians. That's another classic one. They're like, and and they get they get praised because like, you know. Because that's a, there's a narrative because there's a step shift, but I feel like, you know, some people, yeah. Praised or, praised or just, um, uh. Just as noteworthy. Yeah. Or patronized in the idea of like, oh, but that can't really be what it's about because. Oh yeah. 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 They're not really, uh, couldn't spend time with their family, which look, they're probably not. They're probably not. Yeah. Why wouldn't they do that earlier? Yeah. Exactly. But also the idea is that, um. You don't even know your family. Why would you spend time with them? But it's funny, like coming back to everything we've talked about across the podcast about stories, like. Every, you know, again, almost every satisfying human story that people have connected to the, the the thing that's happening in the story is someone has a thing that they think they is is that they think is what they need, and yeah. then the story is about them learning that they don't need that; they need some other thing. It's still they're still garbage because they're still it's still positing. It's like oh well, yeah, but the there is fulfillment. Fulfillment just isn't what they think it is. It's this other thing. But at least, but at the very least, you know, I feel like we've got just there's just so much. Um, modeling and narrative evidence and anecdotal evidence for us to at least know that we're bad at judging what is going to make us happy. Yeah. But also I think you could argue, you go, well, why are we? And I reckon it's very, but also like happy, like, you know, exactly like is that, is what destination is happy. The problem is, yeah, the problem is it's there are just so many false stars on this navigation. That's it. Like, I feel like it gets talked about the idea of us being bad at judging what's going to, what's going to be happy and fulfilling it often gets talked about as if it's a um, like a heuristic problem, like it's just a problem with our brain's functionality, whereas to me it feels at least as likely that it's just a problem with the ideas, the mm. ideas of happiness and the idea of fulfilment. Like yeah. they're, they're just, they're maladaptive yeah, no- like, notions. Yeah, which is really funny because, and I sort of harken back to 
stand up again, but I found it really funny, like how um, I used to make jokes about the like mindfulness apps because because yeah. uh, there's something so funny there that like you know we're just a few notifications from changing our behavior from to steer ourselves to make sure you know that way we'll be in a state of eternal bliss and yeah. <laughs> satisfaction yeah. and like oh if I just you know focus upon being aware in the moment then that you know that's that's all it takes just add <laughs> just add presentness yeah and there are things that um you know that which is not to be cynical of the idea that you can Im- you know improve your life or improve you can certainly your change state. your patterns and, and behaviors yeah yeah and in a way that is more rewarding to you over time absolutely and and you know or conversely um change your patterns of behavior and behaviors in ways that um cost you and you suffer and you enjoy you know, less of your life but the idea that there's some absolute we're working from zero to one yeah um fulfillment is is a trash handle and it, and it comes with a cost it, it, and that cost is um the anxiety of not achieving it the the stress of like of pursuing paths that you know we, we have given some narrative to attributing to fulfillment and and uh, yeah and i guess um yeah and again that idea it's this idea of compl- of completion it's the idea of a satisfying conclusion to a narrative of life as as being the goal whereas yeah it's it's um just really evident that what happens to lives is that they just keep continuing and collecting and accruing narrative beats and ups and downs. Yeah. Uh, and then at some point they arbitrarily stop from death. Yeah. And that's, that's the only conclusion. Yeah. At least until we crack immortality. Uh, listeners give to your local immortality research charity today. But the, which um, is what just your, it's just, it's my bank. Your account. vitamin <laughs> <laughs> expenditure. It's just, just my, just my ex- experimental uh, fruit bath treatments. <laughs> Yeah. You're bathing fruit or bathing in the fruit? I'm bathing in the fruit. <laughs> oh, okay. And um, the, uh, yeah, and and to me, obviously, you know, this, it's another, I, what I like about the idea of rating this low, aside from the side, aside from the fact that it's clearly garbage, is that if we, if we rate this low on the list, then if you remove this from the concept of, if you keep this well away from a constellation of ideas that has story in it, mm-hmm. then, oh, you, yeah. then you potentially rip out a lot of the most maladaptive aspects of story. Oh, that's great. Because you, um, yeah, because you take away the, you take away the aspect of what stories are doing, where stories are trying to create the most false narrative of what life is like the most false, false narrative of what life is. Or at least you know, top and they're 10. so insidious because they're they're unconscious and repeated through so many different forms. So you don't even, you know, t- you have to trans you have to transcend this narrative. You don't yeah. through experience. Totally. Um, I really, uh, I, gu- I guess we should get to ranking soon. Yeah, but there's no no need to yeah the bush. I mean, unless you can think of a pro argument for no. Oh uh, yeah, I mean the pro the pro argument is that um, by having a guiding star of something to work towards, you know, people can improve their lot. But I think just you know that. Those those things to work towards are much better as as discrete and well mapped understood concepts of what uh, is going to improve certain areas and 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 not have an, a false promise. Which uh, um, yeah, so I think it, it takes away from even its only virtue. I agree. I actually think that uh, you know, as someone who is a big believer and an actor of ideas like uh, progress and improvement in certain areas, um, to me you get a better version and, and to me a more um, easy to trust in version of all of that. If you take away the thought experiment of there being a perfect completion and an mm. end to it. Yeah. Like, you know, like you don't need, you don't need the concept of a finishing of a finish point. No. Finish and it always strikes me as a funny b- a bit of a, a toolkit that people will say like, you know, when I'm on my deathbed, I want to be able to look back and think that whatever, and I want to you know die happy. I'm like, 
die happy. Yeah. You die for a quarter of a second. Like, That's it. Live happy. Like, it's, or exactly. Not even happy. Just live. Like, exactly. You know, what do you want? Yeah. I, I find I, so funny that, what, you, that you obsession with that stuff. Also, it's like, yeah. Like, also, here's the thing. Here's the really sobering thing for me. The thing why I need to fight against it in the way that you're exactly saying. The odds are in the moment of your death, you won't be blissfully happy. Yeah. Like yeah. it's entirely likely that you'll be in, at the very least you'll be in physical distress. Well, you'll be dying. You'll be dying. <laughs> That's yeah. one downside to That's the moment. <laughs> so for me, the idea that would be, that would be an impossible yeah. prospect for me to have the idea of my whole life defined by the last few moments of it. When the last few moments of it probably aren't going to be particularly good moments of my life. And, this, yeah, and the, the sort of stereotypes that you've got your family loving around you. And I'm sure. sure that that is nicer than some alternatives of death, but, yeah. um, you know, if I had to pick today, would I? What's the most peaceful thing I can think of? Being surrounded by my family as I fall asleep. I'm like, I'm not sure. This, I'm not sure that's it. Oh. <laughs> Maybe Geelong win a grand final or something, and I've just had a good meal. <laughs> oh. for me it would just be yeah, like um, yeah. For me it would be just having heard that joke and, and <laughs> yeah. then just two in the back of the head. Well, I got good news for you, Nick. <laughs> oh, now another one. Um, so yeah, the uh, <laughs> uh, so at the bottom of the list at the moment we have faith. Um, yeah, well, this is a worse faith, I think, because yeah. it's a specific faith that, um, that like faith. I can see, um, I can see more virtue in faith of certain uh, systems and ideas that are at least are less um, specific in how in in their harm. So I, I think this is probably the worst. Yeah, kind of idea I can think of, really. Um, I really agree, and yeah. I do think it is a contemporary. Oh no, it's the hubris of thinking that something's contemporary. Yeah, it's definitely not new. It's not. But there's nothing. I don't even think there's. I don't think the 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 local to this time period expressions of it are even particularly unique around the. As in, I think. Yeah, I think people. Those are sort of religious concepts of. Yeah, I think. I mean, the, the something that's observably new is just how our interconnected the interconnectedness of human communication at at, a, at scale okay. um is showing as uh, showing each new person, markets for it <laughs> yeah new markets for it and showing showing different people's experience of it moment okay. to moment to each other more than ever before but to me that's i think in a way that makes people feel like they're seeing something new but i think it's just it's just we can see it we can we used to be able to see the immediate physical examples of it in uh, the people around us now we can see it Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in mo- we can see manifest writ yeah, large. Yeah, that's it. Okay, great. Last, awesome. I mean, we didn't. Uh, I wasn't consciously thinking for us to do a new top of the list last episode and a new bottom of the list this episode. Yeah, but I don't wow. know. But also, I don't know what I was expecting when I <laughs> going from an when idea. You suggested that, I, that you what, do it. <laughs> also, what I like is at the bottom of our list now. Um, if we've got uh, fandom at third last, uh, faith at second second last, and fulfillment at the bottom <laughs> last. So um, yeah, I'll, we look. For we a, must run a great product for people. That's it. Let's. But let's. Um, <laughs> what I was going to. It's what I'm keen on is for people to send us new bottom shooters that don't start with F. Oh or, right. Or that only start with F. Let's see how much we can keep going. Or top shooters that start with J. I'd like a three in a row. There we go. Um, jury rigging something. <laughs> um, <laughs> We've got uh, just because we haven't done it for a couple of episodes, so let's do a burn. And because this episode has been quick and spicy, let's do a quick uh, recap of the list. Mm-hmm. So, in descending order from the top of the heap, we've got jokes, story, generosity at number four. We've got self awareness under that, authority, immortality, moving is under that, imprisonment, sport is under that, geoengineering, moving down to body modification, lunch. Harnessing electricity under that, 
pornography under that, mail under that, jobs. Jobs, I feel, is where the uh, more garbagey part of the list still begins. Mm-hmm. Cheating under jobs, although we were warm on cheating in a lot of ways. Celebrity, yeah, I think they're both good, yes. jobs and cheating. Yep, celebrity under that. Genius under that. Health, um, borders, and our bottom three, fandom, faith, and fulfillment. The, Fun. The, the ghostly trio. It's great. I love that... Um, Movement is just above imprisonment. <laughs> like, <laughs> how are they in the same spot? They seem so different. Anyway, I love it. Uh, life. Thanks for listening. Thank you.